Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 92, and today I'm going to be talking about the outlines of the Pink Diamond Theory. I'm GC13, and did you know that the most wonderful thing about GCs is that I'm the only one? Yep, since it's just me today, I, th- I thought I'd do a short episode where I talked about the the basics of a pet theory of mine, Pink Diamond Theory. Now, Pink Diamond Theory at its core is about Rose Quartz being Pink Diamond, one of the four original, or at least the earliest we know of them, members of the Great Diamond Authority. But really, it's more about... Rose could also have been important to Pink Diamond without being Pink Diamond herself, although, you know, narratively it's not quite as satisfying to have a Rose Quartz who's merely a subordinate to Pink Diamond. There are signs that maybe she was, so we'll get into that uh, later in this episode. So I guess the first thing that needs to be mentioned, uh, just as a refresher for anyone who might not be familiar with the idea of Pink Diamond or the Pink Diamond Theory, is where the idea that there was a pink diamond came from in the first place. Our, our first really good indication of the diamonds came from the floor of the room Jasper and Garnet begin their fight in in Jailbreak. You have three triangles, uh, one white, one yellow, and one blue. And, you know, just just before in The Return, we had learned that Jasper and Peridot reported to yellow diamonds. So everybody looks, they see a yellow triangle, they see two more triangles, and they're like, oh, white and blue diamond, obviously. Or at least that's what we called them. We didn't know for sure those were their names. We learned from in the answer with the identity of blue diamond that, yeah, it's probably white diamond also. Or maybe just diamond. Who knows? Uh, then we started calling them the Diamond Authority after Ronaldo's, you know, speech about the Great Diamond Authority being here to hollow out the earth, which, again, we will definitely be coming back to. However, in Sworn to the Sword, when we go to the Cloud Arena, we can finally see another insignia of the Great Diamond Authority, this time with four diamonds. There's still white diamond on the top and yellow and blue diamond below, but at the bottom there is what looks like a pink diamond. I mean, they're squares instead of triangles, but, you know, that makes sense. Three points on a triangle for three diamonds, four points on a square for four diamonds. So, uh, what, what basically, as soon as we see that, we're like, oh, pink diamond, and then we immediately think, do we know of any pink gems who are powerful and important to the plot of the story? And, of course, right away, Rose Quartz comes up. Then, then, then everything flashes back to the mural in the Pyramid Temple in Sirius Stephen, where we see... Rose Quartz facing off against a gem with what looks like a triangle on her chest, whereas Rose Quartz looks just like we've seen her in the show with uh, with the star over her gem, which we which I might add is exactly where we would expect Pink Diamond's gem to be. You see White Diamond is at the top, has her gem in her forehead. Blue Diamond and Yellow Diamond are in the middle. They have their gems on their chest. And so if Pink Diamond's at the bottom, we would expect a lower gem placement, like in the belly button, for instance. But that doesn't mean that Rose Quartz is necessarily Pink Diamond herself. You see, the diamond she's facing off against has a triangle for a symbol, and Rose's personal symbol is also a triangle. We see it on her shield, we see it on her sword, and it is also on the crystal gem banner. 
So it's complicated, but the gems of the diamonds themselves are rhomboid. They're they're basically diamonds themselves, not triangles. So it would be a reasonable assumption that a triangle could be the symbol of some kind of champion or elite warrior for a diamond, and that would make sense given what we know, you know, rose rose quartz would then be a quartz, the huge loyal soldiers, very tough, very powerful. Uh, it would explain why Rose is such a powerful warrior if she was made to be a champion of a diamond. But it's hard to tell. Um, again, Rose may have on her flag and on her shield and on her sword a triangle, but she seems to have chosen a star for her own personal symbol, and we just don't know what to make of that. There wasn't really a whole lot of action on the pink diamond theory until it could have been great when we saw the full pictures of white, yellow, and blue diamond, and then we saw the feet of pink diamond. Now, the feet look absolutely nothing like rose quartz, so some people kind of took that to mean that rose quartz is not pink diamond, you know, end of story. That People have also pointed out that in Message Received, we see yellow diamond, and just like blue diamond, she is enormous and much, much larger than Rose. I would probably put them at about Sardonyx's height, and Sardonyx is probably at least twice Rose's height. Just, it's it's kind of inconsistent. Like, if you're going by her hand size when she's holding Steven, Sardonyx is truly enormous, but if you're, but if you're going by other comparisons, but that's really neither here nor there. That's just me digressing, which I can do since I'm here alone. I never really worried so much about the difference of the feet. After all, Ronaldo said it himself. You know, they can take on any form. And even the size of her gem. Uh, we've seen when Amethyst shapeshifts, the size of her gem changes. Like, she is able to turn into a bird small enough to perch on Steven's head. Which, that bird would be about the size of her gem if her gem didn't shrink as she shapeshifted, so can't really use the size of her gem or the size of her physical form or the shape of her physical form to really account for, for much. And may I just say again, I can never say this enough, how impressed I am that Ronaldo was right about not just them being the Diamond Authority, them being the great Diamond Authority. The fans took to calling the hypothetical leadership of the homeworld the Diamond Authority just based off of what Ronaldo said, and I always thought that was just a nice fan term. I never in a million years, would have imagined that Ronaldo would have been right. He was also right about their goal, to hollow out the Earth. Now, if we go off of the show and onto the Keep Beach City Weird blog that's on Tumblr, he was wrong about why they wanted to hollow out the Earth, but, you know, that's that's a secondary level of canon. We don't get too involved in that. Ronaldo is still the prophet, and Sophia's not here, so she can't contradict me. So now I've gone on for a while about why I think Rose Quartz is probably Pink Diamond, and I have, a, I have a few more circumstantial bits of evidence that I'm sure you've heard me talk about before, but I'll mention them again later. But I want to talk right now about why it's not so crucial that Rose Quartz be Pink Diamond. I think it makes more sense narratively. It's just more satisfying that, oh yeah, hey, this person that we've been kind of teasing in the background was Rose Quartz. But it would still be fairly meaningful to say, no, it wasn't Rose Quartz. She was merely someone very meaningful to Rose Quartz as a very important part of her backstory. That would make sense. 
But we do know that Pink Diamond, whoever she may be, is very important to the history of the show, because although Blue Diamond ended up in control of the Earth colony, based on the color of the gems that we see in the colony ships in Friendship, Pink Diamond was in charge of the initial colonization. Which actually is kind of interesting, because if you look at the glass in the diamond control base in It Could Have Been Great, it's blue. And we know Blue Diamond was the diamond in charge of the colony on Earth. If you look at the glass of the diamond control base that Yellow Diamond received Peridot's call from, it was pink. Now, it could be a coincidence that I take it to mean that the glass is based off of the color of the diamond who controlled that colony. So that would mean that Pink Diamond initially colonized the planet, but Blue Diamond ended up in control of it, and conveniently enough, Rose Quartz ended up fighting against Blue Diamond and eventually the rest of Homeworld to try to kick the Homeworld gems off of Earth. It's interesting to think that maybe when Jasper says in The Return that she was there at the first war for Earth, that she was talking about a war prior to the Rebellion, but the diamond base in It Could Have Been Great really makes that seem kind of unlikely, because we know that Blue Diamond was the one who had control of the colony at that point, but they still made a picture of Pink Diamond. So at that point, Pink Diamond was still part of the Great Diamond Authority. Uh, we, we know that later on when they constructed the Pyramid Temple after Pink Diamond had been expelled or had left or whatever, that they had, that they had no qualms about saying, okay, there are only three of us now. So that means that the control base was probably built before Pink Diamond left. And we know that they don't change the color of that glass, because even though it's been thousands of years since Pink Diamond has been around, Yellow Diamond is still sitting in a pink glassed base. You know, if, if that makes sense. A lot of people wonder if Lion is related to Pink Diamond somehow. It's, it's possible. Eh. I, I, I don't know what to say about Lion, to be honest. He's still, uh, he's still a furry little enigma, but... I don't know. Another thing, people wonder if the gem inside of Lion's Mane that looks kind of like a bismuth crystal, if that might be Pink Diamond. Although, I kind of I kind of prefer the idea that that is the crystal gem who poofed Lapis, because again, I just, I want to see more of her. She pretty cool character design, pretty important to at least Lapis's backstory, and... If Jasper's not going to join the team, they need some muscle to help Garnet out, so crossing my fingers on that. But really, we'll find out who Pink Diamond is. Uh, we, we know Pink Diamond's a part of the backstory. We know Pink Diamond is important. I want it to be Rose. I really do. But if Rose wasn't Pink Diamond, she was still important to Pink Diamond, and you can take that one to the bank. But I promised you guys some fun little circumstantial evidence for why it might be Rose, I'm going to start with one that really is less about Rose and is more about Pearl. When Peridot is talking about Pearl in Back to the Barn, she says she's a fancy one. And, you know, that, that per pearls are supposed to be fancy in general. So if Pearl is particularly fancy, that makes you wonder, who did Pearl used to belong to? But the interesting thing is, though, that Pearl 
probably didn't belong to Pink Diamond. If she belonged to any diamond, it was probably White Diamond. Because if you look at the gem placement on Blue Pearl and on Yellow Pearl, they both have their gems on their chest, which is where their respective diamond has their gem. Pearl's gem is on her forehead, which is where we know White Diamond's gem is. We would assume that Pink Diamond would have her gem on her belly button or somewhere around there, which is where you would think her Pearl's gem would be. So maybe this means that since if Rose was Pink Diamond, she would have had her own Pearl, she wouldn't need to steal one from White Diamond, so maybe this means that Rose is just a champion. Don't know. But the one I really like, the one that makes me think, they did this on purpose. They're, they're, they're totally foreshadowing, just like when Garnet was using the guitar in Stephen and the Stevens, is when Peridot is talking, saying, we are literally walking in the footsteps of the diamonds as they follow behind Stephen. I mean, he's more hopping than, than walking, but he still is stepping his feet in front of all of them. They're literally walking in, in his footsteps. So, I don't know. I think I read that as a fun nod towards Rose being Pink Diamond. You can disagree with me. That's okay. We'll see. Well, I'm certain that Pink Diamond's identity is going to come up at some point in the series. She is just too important to the backstory. She's too important to the Crystal Gems, to the Rebellion, and to Rose for us not to find out if she was Rose or... So I, I would be completely surprised if she was someone who Rose had nothing to do with. That would that would throw me for a loop big time. I'm certain it was either Rose or someone important to Rose. But again, it's all just a it's all just a theory. It's all theoretical at this point. We'll see. But uh so I just wanted to give a short little episode going over the theory. Um I hope that this wasn't too much of a retread for too many of you, but theorizing is fun. It's what I love. It's what it's what initially drew me to the series, so I, I hope this was fun for all of you out there too, and uh, we'll all be back next week, hopefully, probably talking about Warp Tour. I, I hope we can get uh, several people to talk about Warp Tour because that was a big one. But until then, I'm GC13. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.